Hello, welcome to Netflix Landfill, a podcast in a sea of other audio files. My name is Benjamin Sutton. And I'm Rob Flotts. Oh my god, I've completely lost the plot. What was that intro? I don't know. How are you doing, Rob Flood? I'm doing okay, doing okay. Uh, uh, not too much to say. Had a fucking blackout uh, last night, which was always... Uh, it's always exciting for like the first five seconds, and then you realise, oh fuck, I am just so... chained to technology... That, like, it's warped my brain permanently, that even, like, ten seconds not looking at a screen, you you feel a bit, uh, you start to freak out a little. Yeah, and, and, because what you said, we were going to do this yesterday, and you said, oh, I've had, I've, I've blacked out, I had a blackout. I thought you meant you'd gone to sleep. Because I live in a first world country and this kind of thing doesn't happen anymore. This has happened so fucking much in this third world shithole of a place. I fucking... Uh, like, it's, there's been maybe a blackout. Not once a month, but not like much less than once a month, I would say. I think we've had three since lockdown began. Yeah, you are you are just living in a third world country like... Guinea or Chad or Michigan. Yeah, right now. exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's and it's always the same. You can Google and they tell you pretty quickly. They tell you like, oh, this is where we fucked up, and it's always the exact same place. And I'm ninety nine percent sure it's because the government's just like doesn't have the fucking money, like wherewithal money to um actually go like, oh fuck, we should like replace this transformer or whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, and, and because you're sitting there, like, looking at candles or whatever, uh, it was pissing rain. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just go for a walk in the absolute pissing rain. Got soaked. I was like, yeah, it's, it's better than just sitting. What are you going to do? What are you going to do without light? Just sit in a chair. Can't even read a book. Yeah, you're fucked. Um, and you can't read either, so... Exactly. <laughs> Listen, man, they have some really good picture books right now. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, I, if that happened here, like now where we're tomorrow going into even stricter lockdown. Like I've not I've not really seen anyone in weeks because I can't drink alcohol and pubs scare me anyway. Um, but you can't see people in homes and stuff. So I've not really seen anyone, uh, but if like a, a like a power cut happened here, oh, fuck knows what would happen. We just surely that's when they're just like fuck this, fuck you, Nicola. Yeah, and we all come for we all come for Sturgeon. There was a talk over here. Uh, well, the one thing that's so fucking annoying is that, uh, like the the border between like power distribution, whatever, I don't know, fucking whatever sort of grid you're on, it runs on my street. So my side of the street is on one grid. And so basically, like, the pe- your house has a blackout and your neighbours have a blackout, but the people opposite the streets from you don't. So, you, like, they still have all their fucking electricity. And so you're just sort of... Like, I was just walking down the street, like, looking in people's windows and, like, catching a glimpse of television. Uh, and maybe hopefully something more. Hmm. Uh, 
I'm a peeping Tom. Oh. Well, I think we might have to report you. Yeah. Is that it? How... Yeah. It's, it's, it's not illegal to look in windows. They have windows. You can look in them. There's nothing... If they face the street, surely it's not a crime. No, yeah, I don't know. Because I know it's a thing you can be done for indecent exposure, um, even in your own home, if it, like, you just do it, like, without the curtains shut. If you just, if you just fucking, uh, looking out the window, that can still get you done. Um, so I guess so. I guess you're allowed to look in. But there we go. There we go. That's my defense, Your Honor. That's it. Yeah. But I know with like it was the thing with like TV licenses, is that um, they can't the the TV license people they can't if they see you watching TV through the window they can't use that as evidence. <laughs> That's hilarious. They've not, they've not got that as permission, which is why like you can just get away with not having a TV license by just like never letting them in because no one's yeah. going to give them. Like, you have to be an idiot to get caught. You have to just be like, oh, yeah, please come in, have a cup of tea. Here's yeah. here's my aerial cable. Yeah, because you need, like, a warrant for that shit, basically. Yeah, and no, no one's giving them a warrant, because... Not a fucking warrant. And they're not coming around now anyway, are they? Like, they <sighs> do. That's scum. Absolute scum. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there a TV license in Ireland? Yeah, and people absolutely hate it because it's so RTE is the Irish equivalent of the BBC, and it still has ads. So you pay money. Yeah, that's that's fucked. You can't have it. It still has ads, and then it's also all of the programming is absolutely fucking terrible because anyone who has a decent idea, they just go to fucking Britain and they like make it there. Yeah, I'm trying to like considering. The next door neighbours. There is not a lot of Irish TV shows that I've watched. I know no. people like normal people. Normal people, but that's a British production. British I- so there's it? a lot of Brit. There's a lot of British Irish productions. So like mm. I mean, so like Father Ted. People call that. I would call that. So like um, Graham Linehan and all that. Like it's all Irish people, and it was pitched to RTE, and they were just like, no, we're not having that. And then they were like, okay, well, fuck it, we'll go to the BBC. And, you know, because it's all Irish people. You know, I'd consider that. Yeah. Like, Mrs. Brown's boys. Like, I don't think that good. Like, okay, I said decent ideas, you go to Britain. Bush. It's popular, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, There's uh, the, Hardy, the Hardy books is probably the best thing. Yeah. That's. But that's like one thing then. Um, There's some shit from Cork. Like the Rubber Bandits. Um. There's um, that's pretty popular. He just goes, he's gone off, and he's just done his own thing. He's kind of abandoned the other guy, um, and then there's one, there's one thing that's gotten like a cult following in America. I don't remember what it's fucking called, but it's um, it's on like Amazon Prime, and it got picked up, like like just by word of mouth, and it's basically just uh. Uh, like two fucking it's basically just like grim Irish Catholics in like the fucking 70s and 80s and it's a comedy and it's just about how like shit their lives were <laughs> uh, yeah what was Dairy Girls 
Terry Girls is Northern Irish, but uh, I don't know who's produced it. Yeah, but I think this is the thing. Like, Channel Four. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, if it's Irish writers, Irish actresses, Irish actors, like set in Ireland, by British money. Is it an Irish show or is it a British show? Yeah, I, I mean, I still think we essentially own you anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Say that to my face. Say that to my face. See what happens. I mean, let's face it. It's all gone downhill since you became independent. I, I really genuinely disagree with that. Ireland was an unfathomable shithole. <laughs> like, unfathomable. I mean, they had worse than blackouts. <laughs> I mean, I've not looked into history, but let's face it. It's worse off not being under British rule because uh, we're just so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like um, nothing Britain has done has ever gone wrong. I, I, I do you know what, man? I'll, I'll co-sign that. I'll, uh, I'll put myself behind it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think and uh, I can't think of anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fucking, uh, I don't know. Could have won World War Two sooner. Could have done that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, you know, those fucking Yanks and Russians took their time. They're, they're just holding you back, basically. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's the thing, is what would have happened is if uh, USA and Russia didn't join, they'd Germany would have just taken over everything, but wouldn't have been able to get to Britain. I would have just been like, sweet, sweet. Was this guy? All our colonies would have fallen to Germany, but so we'd have been like, "Well, I guess we got a colonized island now," and it wouldn't be having blackouts. It would be part <laughs> of the first world country. Yeah, it's um, it is kind of it is like slightly pathetic. The Irish, like like so, um, like we don't really have an army. We have a we have a decent navy because we like people sneak into our fisheries and stuff like that. So we have a decent navy, but uh, like um, our air force is like, I, I think we have Spitfires, we have propeller planes, and I think they're Spitfires bought from the British. That's uh, incredible. Yeah, and there's like four of them. There's a lot. Like, <laughs> uh, so um, like our our entire sort of defense plan is like, Britain won't let anything bad happen to us. So we like to pretend that, like, we're fucking, you know, fucking, the fucking Brits, we don't need them. But when it comes to matters of national... But at the, at the same time, well, sorry, realistically, the first line of defence is who the fuck wants to attack Ireland? We're a third world country. Who wants to attack, yeah, like, exactly. who, who is anything... Who, basically neutral, who gives a fuck? But uh, the second line of defence is, uh, like, yeah, Britain, like, we're basically British airspace. If fucking Russia tries to fuck us up, Britain will fly in. Save the day, and then we'll go back to to calling them fucking losers and shit crack. And <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, it's very fair. Uh, I mean, it's a good. I mean, yeah, Ireland must be. It would probably be one of the, like the safest countries in the world if it had no military. Yeah. Because, yeah, Britain's Who gives right a there. Um, because so many Americans are like where Irish people would give a shit, like, politically. Yeah. Um, um, 
Have you ever been to Ireland? No, I've not. My you should. It, it's literally cheaper than like a train ticket to fucking Manchester. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go... Because I, I didn't go for ages as, as like a kid uh, because my dad was in the Navy and he was like... Uh, they were like, yeah, don't go to Ireland. They you might blow genu- you up. Gen- you genuinely would have been fine in the Republic. In Northern Ireland, in like what, the... I don't know, early 90s, probably not a great idea. Yeah. But, uh, but in it the was Republic, just, like, people don't give a fuck. It was just because they, like, targeted um, naval officers, like, quite specifically. Because they? they were fucking with our fisheries. Yeah, exactly. Um, and weirdly enough, like, my auntie as well was, like, a, apparently when, when she was, like, really sort of low down in, like, the place on Navy, I can't remember... Um, her, she just had like a task of just like listening to Jerry Adams is like <laughs> they, bu- they they bugged his uh, house so he it, she was just tasked with like listening to it. That's fucking. And so she was hilarious. just listening to all the boring shit. So I don't think she heard anything interesting yeah. as far as I know. But like, yeah, Jerry Adams is. Uh, I mean, he was well. He's one hundred percent the fucking rat as much as he denies it. But also. Um, I know there there is a video of him on like there's some bomb went off like a car bomb, and it was a my understanding was like a UVF car bomb, and there's a video of Jerry Adams like telling people to leave the street. I I've looked for it and I can't find it, but I've definitely seen it. I saw him like reading in the ears or something, and uh, he's like leave leave. And he just reaches into his jacket and takes out a handgun and starts firing it in the air. Like, leave! <laughs> it's like, fuck. Uh, See, I, has, I think has... that's, that's the best reason to legalise handguns, I think, yeah. is that you just see more mad shit of people firing them into the air. Which I, we yeah. all want. 100%. I would actually, like... I'd, I understand, like, oh, but if you let handguns if you let anyone buy a handgun it like even if you have really strict it eventually gets into the black market and if people and like look at the death rate in america compared to the murder rate in america compared to the uk (laughs) well i really want a handgun (laughs) like something about being able to defend myself in my home appeals to me i've googled you can own a crossbow in edinburgh (laughs) and i'm like maybe i should buy a crossbow (laughs) and just have it by my door yeah my my friend's got a crossbow i don't know if he's got any um bolts and there's no the, the actual like bow is it the bow or the string i don't know what it, that bit is called yeah. but like the the, the stringy bit. bit um that's not attached anymore but like yeah i remember firing it when we were back in somerset into like a massive tree and yeah. like it would it would it would kill you like yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt yeah, about yeah, it yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like legal um i don't know how i think because you, you can't spree kill with it you you kill one person and then you're done yeah they take it takes so long to like reload but even yeah so, i mean uh you, what you just have to get mad arrow? enough at one bow and arrow yeah because you could like in theory you could spree kill with that yeah i mean because um, you, you can get I, sick quiver skills I'm yeah, but I think that yeah, you're doing. I'm, I'm watching him. He's doing it. Uh, it's so much more. It's so much harder though to get the like draw force compared to, compared to a fucking crossbow. 
Uh, yeah. But um, have you seen those videos of the? There's a guy on YouTube where he, like he, he just he's uploaded like two videos, and it's him like uh, talking about. Uh, it's him talking about how he's like, I've delved into the history books of archery, of archery, and everyone else like there's scholars who study history, fucking PhD students doing like studying archery. Like, historically, they're all fucking wrong. I know the truth. Oh, nothing. You're a fucking loser compared to some fucking peasant in the, like, 16th century. They're great. Yeah. They're great videos. I think I've seen them because I think my my friend was like, oh, this is fucking sick as shit. Yeah, uh, they, they, they aren't sick as shit at all. It's a fucking... It's a loser who doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. No, but... My friend was like, no, this is genuinely awesome. He's now doing like a, a PhD in nuclear fusion. So, you yeah. know, it, he fooled some smart people. Um, yeah, I was like, this this looks very silly. Yeah. Um, the one where the one where he uh, he catches the arrow out of midair and fires it back at the guy. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but I it's mean, also if you like, could do it. It's pretty cool. But... Yeah, but the, the point was he was like, like they did this, this like happened frequently during war. <laughs> Just people firing arrows at each other and catching them and firing them back. Yeah, and shit like that. And talking about knocking other people's arrows out of the air, like when they fire it, like firing your own arrow and colliding. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's bullshit. Like that's the thing with like archers is that it was. Yeah, it was like a tactical and strategical thing. They were, you know, they were used kind of to like pin the enemy or drive them back. It's very rarely you'd be like In doing mad face. shit. Like, yeah, close by. Essentially, you'd be firing miles across the battlefield. Yeah. And it's... like, if someone's running at you with a, a sword or loads of people running at you with a sword, that eventually is just going to cut through you because you won't be able to reload quick enough yeah it's like and it's it also, a very long range thing yeah but so it was like i think the main thing was like longbows firing them in the air like standing behind the like uh cavalry and like the like swordsmen yeah. and shit and firing them in the air but um and then also like the historical record is complicated this is just something i saw fucking on the internet i don't know how true it is but that like people like people would draw war scenes having never seen a war in their life that yeah. you, were, you were tasked with like hey some fucking monk draw the war of whatever and they're like okay and so they just like make up bullshit no fucking clue like what they were doing and then sometimes people would be like hey that's like a pretty fucking cool drawing i'll make that weapon so you had the drawing and then you had like people actually make a physical thing but they uh, they never exist. They were never actually used in war, and that's uh, where they think the like flail came from. That like uh -huh. the the like that the the you know stick chain and the big yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. spiked ball. It's just bullshit because there's no reason to use it over like just a just a mace where it's all just one stick. Yeah, but it looks cool. That's good enough reason to use it. It does look cool, but also like if you think about it, if you hit someone and like their shield was up. The flail will just bounce off and fucking hit you in the head. Yeah. Yeah, but pretty cool way to go out. It, it was a pretty cool way to go out. It's being a pretty cool... Yeah, and that's also the other thing. With the crossbow instead of the handgun. 
as I think I would be so, so less likely to kill myself with a crossbow just because it's harder to point it at yourself as a joke. <laughs> it's harder yeah. It's harder to get drunk and go, oh, oh, and put it in your mouth and have a bit of a silly, uh, silly romp with friends. But a yeah. crossbow, I don't know. And then... Uh, <laughs> get a but, chair set in the hallway because that's the, the thing if you, if you own a gun you're more likely to kill yourself with it than anyone else yeah just because it's so funny to play around with guns yeah it's like I mean maybe we could do it for the podcast at some point but have you watched, have you watched <laughs> Tiger King no I haven't oh man but there's it. it's genuinely sort of it's fucking mad and like people complained it it was in the thing but like one of uh the tiger king's husbands i say one of because he had two husbands yeah like if that doesn't sell you on the show i don't know what will <laughs> but they were both neither were gay they were both just meth addicts it was <laughs> fantastic <laughs> but there's uh there's <laughs> and there's um Oh, well, that's the thing. He runs for, I, I, I can't remember if it's like governor or something else of uh, Oklahoma. So he has a campaign manager who's like a, a libertarian mad cunt who yeah. is not mentioned in the show. But he he went to prison for a bit because he was swinging a sword round in public and like <laughs> hit someone with it. <laughs> That's not mentioned in the show. People are like, oh, he seems like one of the more normal ones, despite he went to prison for wielding a sword in That's public. That's fucking great. Going medieval on people. Look. Yeah, but it's him, like, speaking to one of um, the husbands who's, like, just playing around with, like, a gun, being like, what are you doing? And the guy was like, don't worry, it's not loaded. And he was, like, pointing at his mouth. like, see, it's not loaded. And then shot himself. <laughs> but there's, like, the CCTV... Of it just focused on this guy's face, so you don't see him shoot himself. You just see. <laughs> he looks surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone look so surprised. It's Fuck. he's just, he's literally motionless for about ten seconds, and it's it's fucking. I mean, we're laughing at a guy shooting himself in the face. It's pretty bad, but it's, nah, it's, it's great it's television. Whatever. It's, it's great whatever. television. Yeah, it's good television, man. It's um. I want to have a gun so bad. Fuck. I might just buy one illegally. Uh, but why have a handgun when you could have a Swiss Army thermos? The, great segue. Great uh, segue. I'm fucking excellent at them. I tell you what, yeah. Rob, I am. I'm fucking incredible at segues. Well, what film are we talking about today? We're talking about Hubie Halloween. We've been talking for like 23 minutes already and we haven't. <laughs> We haven't mentioned right. the film we're doing yet. Um, yeah, time. so Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler's latest entrance into the Sandlerverse, which in this film there was kind of confirmation of the Sandlerverse. In what sense? Well, um, so the opening scene is Ben Stiller as... Um, yes, the orderly. There's the orderly, who's the same orderly who's in Happy Gilmore. Oh, I didn't even notice that. But you're right. You're entirely 
Correct. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't know the name of the guy in Happy Gilmore, so I was just like, oh shit, is that the character from Happy Gilmore? And it is, it's the same name and everything, Fuck. like Hallel. Um, and there's also like the O'Doyle rules. Damn. So, so um, what you're saying is that Adam Sandler is a genius, and this is part of the Adam Sandler's Adam a genius extended universe. Yeah. If any other filmmaker had done this uh, and put like little references to to different films and crossovers like this, we'd be saying, yeah, fucking genius. Well, cinematic genius. Genuinely, like, Pixar do, like, oh, it's the same guy, and people genuinely fucking lose themselves. No, like, they they have the assets saved on their computer. It takes five seconds. Like, you're, you're, I mean, I guess it's slightly nice, but it's also, it's not this amazing thing. Anyway, but when Adam Sandler goes, I fucking love it. Because he had to hire Ben Stiller. Had to call he him. Had to, had to talk to him. He had to pay Ben Stiller money. Had to pay him money. Had to, ben Stiller had to decide. Had to weigh up his dignity versus that amount of money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hubie Halloween is... A, uh, so, I think because after Uncut Gems, Sandler said because he didn't get nominated for the Oscar, he was going to make the worst film ever made. And so everyone was like, this is it. This is going to be the worst film ever made. And you know what? I don't think it is. I think it's a mildly fun romp. I think it's fine. I think yeah. it's better than... Um, I think it's better than the average Happy Madison film. I don't know if I'd be- say it's better than the average film, but it's better than the average <laughs> Happy Madison film. Like, it's much better than fucking... Um, like a ridiculous six, I think it's better than the wrong Missy. Uh, yeah, so I and I done. think it's much fucking better than Jack and Jill. Continue. I think crucially, like this film as well. If you like a parent, you could put in front of your ten-year-old, and they'd fucking love it. Like it's not. There's no like obs- obscenity like there is with like ridiculous six yeah. or or anything. There's the or... the mother wearing like boner. I'm a boner donor, and but all that's that's like the sort of stuff that like it's a little bit racy for a kid, but but they don't they don't outright say like ha boner, yeah, um, or they don't like yeah or yeah there's no like there, oh he, no one he knew with me. an erection, yeah yeah being like no this is a boner, uh, she's also wearing a t-shirt that says uh, walking makes me wet, that's yeah uh, with a, a, a picture of an umbrella. Um, she's the the mother as well is like i think a, a really respected actress is she i don't know this is stacked in terms yeah. of um so mentioned ben said adam sandler like i mean anything with adam sandler adam sandler is i don't know he's big enough uh you got kevin james on board steve buscemi ray liotta uh fucking um shaquille o'neal yeah, Keenan Thompson. Uh, also, I've gotten really, really good at recognizing Sandler family members. Yeah, so both, um, well, both the daughters in this, the foster daughters, are Sandler's kids. Yes, and then also the wife. I know the wife just goes from yeah and shit, but didn't know um, the kids. Yeah, and I, you know what. The Sandler kids, I mean, our, our future wives, as we've talked about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're good child actors. They're decent. Um, yeah. 
But one thing that is slightly fucked is that, uh, like, the wife is in this film, and then it's like, in the film, they're foster children, and they look very similar. So you're just like, oh, this is the weather lady, or whatever the fuck she is, abandoned these children. I know that's not a plot point. I, but, yeah, uh, I, I don't think she does. I, it's like, Adam Sandler's wife is, like, so gaunt. Like, mm. it feels like she's got, like, 0% body fat. Um, so she she doesn't quite look human. Like, she, she looks yeah. like a good-looking woman, but also not quite human. It's, I, mm. I don't know. She looked much uh, better when she was uh, a Native American in the... Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous six. Oh, I mean that genuinely. I don't know. She, uh, the makeup did, did her good. Well, she, uh, she browned up slightly, and you're into yeah. that. Um, yeah, but like, I, I was sort of thinking because you're like, hey, nepotism bad. But I guess like the thing is with like uh, parents putting their act, uh, their children into like stuff. You're like, oh, Will Smith with his kids, but he immediately gave them like leading roles as like. Essentially, I guess this is the first time his kids have been like actual characters in this. Uh, but they both got one, like the older one's got like nineteen credits already, and the younger one's got Fuck. like seventeen. That's actually so, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so like loads of credits and stuff. But I guess like they they haven't been like obviously it has been like handed to them. But unlike Will Smith, just being like, "Hey, Jaden, let's star in a film together." When he was shit. Like yeah. they've they've been around like film sets, they've genuinely done like just like bit parts and stuff. And it's meant they've learned and got better. So rather than Sandler just like pushing them into the limelight, they've actually sort of I guess learnt things and Tell you, I'm telling you, he's a good horrible. man. He's, he's smarter a... than people make him out to be. He's uh I still don't think his comedy is I like I don't I have, a, they, I have a soft spot for him and therefore the comedies. I still don't think they're, like, incredible. I do think this is exactly what I said, is that people... And it happens with this one. They're always so fucking popular and people try and figure out, like, why are people watching them? And they're like, well, there's this, this massive Adam Sandler fan base, which I think is bullshit. They're like, Or they're like, oh, people just like leaving they like leaving specifically adam sandler films in the background they don't like leaving any other film in the background but specifically adam sandler ones and they skip over the really really obvious answer which is that people like this sort of comedy yeah and and, uh, well i think there was some genuine like effort into it this wasn't like the ridiculous six where it was like first draft and stuff because i guess more effort um, in this yeah, because I guess, like, the general sort of uh, premise is, like, um, you know, it's Halloween, it's set in Salem, big night of the year, but there's a serial killer on the loose. Um, who's And, like, loads of people going missing and murder. And yeah. then there's, there's an actual twist that I found fun. It's not like, yes. you know, had this been a, a genuine, proper film, people would be like, well, that's bullshit yeah but <laughs> because it's a comedy film i i thought it was a really fun twist which yeah. is just the serial killer is rob schneider and he's just gone looking for his roommate who escaped who's steve buscemi who thinks he's a werewolf 
yeah, and, and you, uh, yeah, it, it's genuinely, um, the, one, the one thing I'd say is that it's like, uh, um, there is the, the, the typical, so Adam Sandler, he plays uh, Hubie Dubois, uh, and he's, he, he, he's like a bit of a, he's a fucking loser, uh, he's, uh, he, he, he's obsessed with Halloween and he considers himself like the, uh, he's, he's sort of like a town, like an unofficial town watchman. But he, there's a role that he's appointed himself to. He is the George Zimmerman of Salem. And uh, he appoints himself to this role. And, uh, you know, so there's this, uh, the serial killer on the loose. And he, like, tries to tell the police, but the police don't want to have anything to do with him because he's, uh, a, 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 he, like, he's contacted them over such, like, trivial bullshit so many times uh, that there's, like, we don't care anything you have to say. But uh, the two things that, like, kind of got me were, uh, A, like, it's just an entire... So the town hates him. And so it's an entire town like coming together to bully like a like a like, like a barely functional uh <laughs> mentally disabled man and they're all united in fucking shitting on him and then there's the uh the love interest which uh like it makes no sense like I, well, again like like adam zander plays the role like he needs a carer like or he should be wearing a helmet or you know like he does, he does wear a helmet and he wears it and he's cycling and he clearly like wears it backwards or whatever the fuck. And uh, those things, it was like, could have done them slightly better, but also I don't give a fuck because it's an Adam Sandler film. Yeah, I wish he hadn't done the goofy voice and been as like... Yeah. I, maybe he thinks like, oh, it's, it's more of a children's film, so they'll yeah. like me if I'm like this. Having... Yeah. goofy schmuck having like a, a, I mean, yeah he has like an underbite for the entire thing like he's still yeah. saying he like this uh and yeah and then also i thought the thermos mask was a bit like i don't know it wasn't funny and they go i don't know it was just like <laughs> is this guy smarter an idiot because it can't be both he has a he has a swiss army thermos flask that does Check. literally fucking everything it it hoovers. It's got his inhaler in it. Um, uh, it's a flashlight. It has like a, a grappling hook. Yeah, but you know what? It's fun. I can live with it. A telescope. It's a telescope yeah. during the funeral. Uh, Ray. Oh, that, it's got that, a that was one in thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, that was one thing that uh, that. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Ray Liotta's uh, little... That, that was one thing that, like, I got sort of genuine, like... I laughed a bit at. It was uh, Ray Liotta's uh, father died. And he's bullying Adam Sandler for the entire thing. But then occasionally would be like, I'm having a really rough time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I found that, like, genuinely actually funny. Um, yeah, that, that was one thing I liked... Uh, what else? Like that that was probably that was consistently the sort of through line that made me actually like, oh, that's funny. But um 
And then there were some good performances. I liked Keenan Thompson. I actually liked Kevin James. I don't know. Just in a mullet and with his moustache playing a police officer. Yeah, I think, like... I think Kevin James is kind of good, and he's been he's been cast in something as a villain or something. I think God knows that's still happening in COVID stuff, but you could imagine him making that transition to just being like a good actor, because mm. like I think weirdly that transition from comedic acting to serious acting is probably easier than the other way around, and like that's what yeah. some sort of to say like I, and like he will just be like good and stuff i think um it's not like nick schwartzman who's genuinely just sucks yeah <laughs> um so yeah and I, I think he's good in this and there's like you know it's like something that wouldn't just happen in any of the other films is like there's there's genuine sort of effort into like the direction and editing mm. being like you know when he's the, the sort of uh montage of the all the times he's been he's gone into the police station they probably had to spend multiple hours doing that and doing costume changes for adam sandler so there's that was some a, effort there and that was a funny and upside gag sort of thing yeah. it was uh and I, I, you know uh yeah again keenan thompson's like exasperated uh i didn't recognize him you know that was that was funny i enjoy that i do think i i will say like um yeah, I think it is a decent Adam Sandler film. Uh, I would kind of hold back before saying, like, there are definitely some sort of low... Ha- there's, like, there's low-hanging fruit, and, like, they take it. Uh, so, like, Steve Buscemi is, um, you know, uh, he thinks he's a werewolf, uh, and he... Um, but, you know, at, at the, the point in time... Uh, Hubie Dubois thinks he's an actual where or he's uh, boarding up his house and there's a lot of noise going on inside. And uh, basically, Hubie walks in and there's like a bunch of like massive turds on a newspaper. And it's like, do you do you have a big dog, Mr. Wonder Lambert? Uh, and stuff like that is kind of like, ah, oh, it's a bit like there's some low hanging fruit or a uh, fucking um, Shaquille O'Neal just being the woman radio yeah. host. And then his wife's got a really manly voice. Yeah. The man playing, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the... Uh, they've made me think of... There's, I haven't actually watched it, so I can't talk too much about it. Because it, it, it didn't make, like, any... Like, it didn't make any distribution thing. It's the sort of thing you'd have to seek out and find, like, some torrent with, like, fucking four people seeding it. But there's this film called, like, uh, Shaniqua or something. And it's basically that scene with Shaquille O'Neal, except it's a white guy pretending to be a black, a sassy black radio host who gives advice to people. Yeah. Let me look it up. Uh, What I quite liked about it is, like, um, have you seen The Warriors? No. Oh, I don't want shit. Wow. Wow. I was about <laughs> to say it might be my favorite film. Um, <laughs> What's that? Uh, do you know what I was about? Essentially, um, it's, a, it's a gang who get 
uh, Stockholm, the other side of New York. They get framed for something, and they gotta escape to Coney Island. But all the other gangs in New York are chasing them. Oh, but, I know of it. Yes, I know of it. Yeah, but the gangs are all like they're all their own little thing. Some of them are stupid. One of the gangs is just a gang of mimes. Uh, it's fucking great. It how could how can you not yeah. love it? Uh, a, and just a violent gang of mimes, the baseball furies, which are just guys who paint their face and have baseball bats, and then they hit you with baseball bats. What's That's not I mean. to love? Yeah, this is uh, um, this film. Like, this entire. Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, it's just it's got exposition from like a radio host that you never see. That's like, it's just really fun being like, uh, you know, a radio host being like, well, it looks like those warriors got out of another tangle, and then it plays like a song that works as a backdrop. The Warriors is fucking great. Watch, watch it. It's 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 yeah. lit. It's I need to. I'm, I'm watching more it's shit slaps. now. I've been going through, I've downloaded a few of them. I've only watched one so far. I've been going through the Razzies, which is like the Oscars, but for, it's almost, it could almost be a decent idea for a podcast. Uh, And it doesn't exist. I Googled it. Going through those and um, watching some of them. I'm genuinely surprised. It doesn't exist. And it's also, it's very, um, there, there's films that like there's podcasts that like watch films and like mention offhand like this week the, the film we watched won a Razzie, but there's no like dedicated attempt to go through them because if you just like google shit films uh it doesn't really work it's like it's the fact that like these guys are dedicated to finding shit films and then also the fact that it's like a year by year basis and you kind of see what people thought at that time yeah, but I think the Razzies have, have kind of like come into criticism recently because they just like kind of take the piss. Like, um, like one year, just someone won. Uh, was it the Fifty Shades of Grey where it won like every award? And I can't, yeah. I can't remember who the a- actors are in it, but they won the Razzies, and people were just like, "That's just like bullshit hating on the film." Because those like, yeah, the problem is not like the actors in the film. Yeah, but the the thing is, so I like yeah, that sounds fair. But there's also like eight categories a year with like four films in each one or five nominated, and you can sort of pick and choose. Uh, I watched uh, the Avengers, uh, not the fucking famous Marvel one that you're thinking of, but 1998, based on the British spy se- television series. Yeah. So there's a British spy television series in like the ni- early 1960s. And they remade it in 1998. Now there's a shit film <laughs> I want to talk about it sometime. Oh, I can imagine. Because um, uh, that's why um, the Avengers in the UK is called Avengers Assemble. It's yeah, because oh, really? of the Avengers TV show. Uh, what a terrible, terrible film. To... It's basically... Basi- yeah, fucking... I reckon i enjoy it. it more than Avengers Assemble. Because yeah. I didn't like that film. It's oh, it's it's a very very funny. I don't want to go into it because uh, it's not the film we're talking about. But um, no, we're talking about. Yeah. I can't do the Adam Sandler voice. You're better than me talking about Hubie Halloween. <laughs> uh, no, no, I can't do it. Fucking, but uh, so yeah. I mean, um, what else is there to say about Hubie Halloween? Um, well, I get uh. A, a, a B plot, I guess, is like there's the kid from Stranger Things, 
Will Byers from Stranger Things. What's his name? It's like Noah Shaps or something. Uh, and he's just he just goes to a party, tries to bang a girl, and that plot's kind of never resolved. Does he bang that girl? I don't know. Yeah, no. They show a year later they're all dressed up together. So if, if he's he's what a he's a freshman, which in America is actually like what fourteen or something. It's yeah, not, I think or fifteen. Could be sixteen. I don't even know. No, I think it's, it's not like, eighteen. I, like here. Yeah, I think it's forty because you only do because they do elementary, middle, high school. I think it's like you start. There's only four years in high school. Okay. So it's it's yeah, freshman. Fifteen. Fifth fourteen fresh. or fifteen. Yeah, so it'd be freshman. Which makes sense. That's yeah. Junior but then senior. and then the, the, the girl he wants to fuck is like twenty two years old, I checked. <laughs> so Yeah. Whatever. Um oh, it's, but it's this fi- film is fine, know? I found a hot then. Yeah. Do you know what this film uh remind me of? Reminded me of a uh, fucking Banshee's Labyrinth. <laughs> What, oh, the pub. I was like, I don't know what film that is. I'm like, oh, yeah, the pub. The pub. The, there's a pub in Edinburgh that, I mean, hopefully it'll still be open. Maybe. Uh, and it's just <laughs> all year round, just like filled with Halloween decorations. Yeah. And it's crazy because, yeah, it, it just plays uh, plays like pop punk and like new metal. Like fucking corn and Slipknot and shit. Yeah. And, uh consistently has a decent crowd there's just a crowd for people who just really love halloween uh, but it's it's where we went after comedy shows and it is one of my yeah. favorite places because it's there's places in it you can talk but it's open till 3 a.m yeah, yeah. That is, it does nice but then the other thing is that yeah like i remember being there and there's a po- there's a pool table and a jukebox I remember going in with like a friend. Yeah, you don't even fucking know. Do no, you? I know. So it is a. Labyrinth. I know the room, but like I'd been going there for like a year, and then we went into that room with some friends. I was like, I did not know this existed because it's yeah, such there's a, a fucking it's such there's a, maze. a cinema in there. It's fucking yeah. incredible. But uh, it's uh, I remember going in there and like fucking around with the jukebox and just playing like non banshee shish for fun, like not bad shit, but just being like, oh, like. Let's be in this fucking underground dungeon filled with skeletons and let's play like fucking Weezer or some shish. And then, uh, and then I was with, we put like a, we put like, a, a, there was a pool game going on and we like talked to one of the guys and we were like, put a pound down for the next one. And then uh, when we went up to play, when they finished, like one of the guys was like cool about it that we talked to, but then the other guy got, like, absolutely pissed. He was, you know, like, fucking, like, some tall, like, uh, skinny fucking guy in, like, a fucking, yeah, I don't know, like, fucking Iron Maiden shirt or whatever, and, like, trying to start shit, and you, it was the realisation of, like, oh, these people, like, think this place is cool. They think being in a room filled with, like, pumpkins and skeletons and like a vampire in the corner they've like based their personality around this and think like they're willing to fight over like bullshit they're like this this is like their shit but it is Uh, cool it's not i mean anything's cool if you're willing to beat up anyone who says it isn't cool yeah that's fair that's why anyone who says this podcast isn't cool i will fucking 
smash you around your gob, you prick. And I'll fire my fucking crossbow. Yeah. We will, we will first degree murder you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then when the police arrest us, we'll say, sorry, we didn't know we couldn't do that. And yeah. uh, we'll get off. Exactly. Because we're just cool. We're just martyrs for the cause. Because if you believe in something strong enough, it's not illegal. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically what. Uh, that's why ISIS. They still haven't managed to stop them because they go over. They send police over to arrest ISIS, and then they're like, "Fuck, they believe in it too much." Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they kind of cast like Noah Schnapp because I don't. I don't think his his role brings much. It's just like this weird. B plot of like the party and stuff and it, it feels like maybe stuff got cut from it because he'd never like fully he never he never goes to town on the 22 year old girl which mm. seems to be like the because that if that was like the love story of it i think that would have been better than yes the, because yeah it's because it, it comes across as if this poor this woman is taking advantage of this poor man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it just feels off it, it um, reminded me of the joker where like I've in the joker that oh yeah do you want me to spoil it for you uh maybe okay well it reminds me of the joker <laughs> and i'll leave the dash yeah where there's a relationship that where there's a relationship that doesn't make sense and uh it was like just uh I know, so I think it, it was just really weird that this, like, because you see, you, you spend the film with Adam Sandler's character, and uh, it's, what's the name of the actress? Uh, Julie Brown. She, uh, she's, like, infatuated with him. And he's like, she, he's the kindest man ever. He's the most, he cares about everyone around him. And then you cut to him, and it's him, you know, struggling to tie his shoelace or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, you know, fucking cycling along and having children bully him, or uh, whatever. Uh, and also, I didn't find the typical. I didn't find the typical sort of Adam Sandler. Uh, you know, the the Happy Madison cast. Kevin James. Also, obviously, Adam Sandler's in. Kevin James is in it. Has a pretty big role. But other than that, they're used sparingly. It's not, you know, you don't, Robert, Robert, uh, Rob Schneider isn't in your face. It, there's no uh, fucking... Yeah, I, oh. I I think the way they used Rob Schneider worked as well. Because, because like, Ray Liotta's in this film. And, like, the actual sort of cinematic language they use around the serial killer is quite well done. That it makes it look like... I was thinking, oh, it could be a genuine, like, big-ish actor that's doing this. And then it's just Rob Schneider. Yes, and, yeah. actually, and that and it also made me laugh because you just see him. You, you, the only cuts of the sort of supposed serial killer is like Rob Schneider. Um, it, it isn't played. It it like it's maybe played as like being a bit weird, but it isn't played for like laughs. It's him pissing. It's like a cut of him looking at something and then cutting down, like coming down to him pissing. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't think it's supposed to be like I don't know. 
it doesn't come across to me. Maybe it's just because some of the jokes are so fucking poorly written, <laughs> but it doesn't come across as like a joke. And then it's uh, later he's in the fucking uh, he's in the jail cell, or not the jail, the police station with um, uh, fucking Steve Buscemi, and uh, he's he's like, oh, what well, what did you do while you were walk- while you escaped? Oh, I had a piss, pissed here, pissed there. I'm pissing myself now, and it cuts out. <laughs> he's pissing himself. I was like, I that I found that funny. I found it funny. Yeah, I, en- uh, I enjoyed that because obviously, like. That's the thing with, like, the pissing just in someone's garden or in, like, the middle of the street in broad daylight is that, you know, obviously it's played off as, like, a joke, but also it kind of... You could believe that to be a genuine fucking madman serial killer. Yeah. Um, One thing that's, I guess, now i thought about, though, is they have... um, It's, like, alluded to, and it's never brought back, is the backstory he had with the policeman Kevin James's character because that's like communicated to them and been like oh you put him away you testified against him so just oh, want yeah. you to watch out and that's never like I don't think that's mentioned not even a throwaway line of being like and uh, no, you like if it had been Rob Schneider just being like no fair play I was pretty damn guilty yeah or something like that yeah, yeah. Like, that that's actually entirely correct and I do mention it um no. But it and that sort of thing because it it sets up on that trope of being like a serial killer's escaped. He's gonna and it, it so it means uh, the twist yeah. still works. Yeah, I suppose it establishes that because the the thing is like um, it, it establishes that the serial killer has a reason to go to Salem because it's like you arrested him and this is his hometown and he might be back. But it doesn't say like, or it does say specifically, he might be at go after you. But uh, yeah, like he might go after Kevin James. But uh, yeah, it, so it establishes that he, he a reason to go back to Salem. But yeah, it could have been done better, like you said, where he sort of tried to go after Kevin James in some way or whatever. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then I guess the reveal that we've not touched on is it was uh, Adam Sandler's mum. Or Hubie's mum, who was kidnapping all the people, kidnapped Ray Liotta, uh, Mayor Rudolph, and that. Because Mayor Rudolph's in this, and Tim Meadows, SNL. Yeah. Buddy people, and the other fucking uh, guy who had no idea, but the guy dressed as Freddie Mercury. I have no idea who was. Uh, some um, kid, some, some Indian kid. Uh, you said it, not me. I'm just saying that, that he is an Indian kid. Uh, Karen Brer. Karen? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name's Karen. Cool. Uh, yeah, he's Inish. He Apparently he was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, interesting. There you go. And he played Delhi Mike Mundy. There we go. So they explicitly say that he's he works in a deli. Um, oh, I didn't realise this, but the the hot girl was in Tall Girl, playing Liz. What? I no, what? Yeah, is that Liz? That, that's the is that the bad guy, the main protagonist? I think it. No, she looks nothing like her. Yeah, she is. Oh my god! So she gotten some serious looking plastic oh. surgery or something. No, it's the girl who wants to bang 
Yeah, oh, I see. Oh, it's the, the girl one who wants the, the short kid. Yeah, wants to bang the short kid, but then the short kids, oh, who they clearly have chemistry, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Let me be a creep and carry a box around so I can kiss yeah. this tall girl. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, damn. So uh, I should, I should try and, qu- I should start stalking her if she's a tall guy or a short guy. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, um, yeah, we've not we've not got a podcast honey yet that we can. Well, like, apart from the Sandler daughters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've been you've been promoted, Paris Bel- Berelk. I don't know how you say that. So uh, you're now no, the f- god. You're now the official podcast, honey. That there we go, there we go. You'll you'll get your contract in the uh, in the post. Yeah, well, we mail post. I don't know. However, you get it. I imagine. Oh, she, she, she Oh, she has a Netflix series. Does Alex, she? Alexa and Katie. Oh yeah. This this looks like it's for twelve year olds, but yeah. There we go. And in the poster, she's wearing like a, a beanie, which really makes it look like she's going through chemo. But all the other photos, uh, yeah, it actually does. <laughs> like it genuinely looks like the poster. Of yeah, like, she's still, you know, she still has eyebrows, but those could be painted on. But yeah, yeah, well, like that. I imagine the poster of like uh, other cancer films, like Fifty Fifty, and. You know that's a that's a genre of film, isn't it? Cancer films, like the yeah, I mean, stars. There's one yeah, with, I think there's one with Maisie Williams in as well, and they're all wearing beanies. I'm pretty sure. Um, or like bandanas and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, so, she definitely looks like she has cancer. So maybe she does. You don't know. Maybe could be a twelve year old <laughs> show for twelve year old girls that tackles the. Uh, Let's see. Uh, lifelong best friends Alexa Mendoza and Katie Cooper are anticipating the start of their freshman year of high school and their chemotherapy treatment. Uh, no, it, I'm joking. <laughs> it doesn't say that. I'm reading it now. It doesn't say that. Proving once again you can't read, Rob. Um, yeah, so we should probably send out an official apology to her for being vaguely misogynistic. I mean, vaguely, just quite generally misogynistic. She's very attractive. Woman. And also uh, saying she's gone through chemo. So there we go. Um, <laughs> so we're sorry, but we will still send you the paperwork. Yeah. We we, we, are, we, we have terrible rates. Uh, don't have any benefits, but uh, yeah, that's it. You, you, yeah, can, no. you can come on the show and uh, we'll watch uh, Alexa and whatever the fuck, I forgot. Yeah, I'm I'm still shocked that no one has offered us sponsorship yet, so... No, our, our titan audience of 13 people? Uh, 15. 15. 15? Have... If we're going up, that it was 12 one week. 13. 15. That's, that's what we call exponential in the business yeah. <laughs> exponential growth um so i'm i'm gonna assume just you know if we think about probability um it is highly likely that uh paris already listens to the podcast so 
just give her a shout out. I'm surprised no one's coming in and giving us advertising for this absolute fire content that we put out week <laughs> on sometimes week because I don't because sometimes my computer fucks up and this week I've been uh, too not exactly busy just sort of my head's been fucked and not edited the podcast not in a sad way or anything it's more just an excuse of being lazy yeah um fucking lazy fuck i know fucking lazy i'm again blaming nicola sturgeon oh man because they were uh so they were like floating banning purchasing alcohol so like pubs are closed here and restaurants can serve outdoors. So if you want like a pint in a in an establishment, you have to go to a restaurant, sit outdoors, order a meal, and then have a pint with your meal. And they were talking about banning uh banning purchasing more than like a certain amount of drink, like in an off license. Like in fucking In Ireland. Uh, in Ireland, yeah, like to, to about like like so Tesco or like the Tesco equivalent. I can't buy more than like three beers at a time, and I think I would riot. I think I would like personally. I would get my crossbow. I would walk down to uh, walk down to Dáil Éireann, the Parliament. And I'll just start firing. Start firing one bolt a minute at them. Yeah, like that that would cause riots anywhere, I think, is like Yeah. Alcohol limits. Cause like I I I don't drink because I can't drink, but like Because you're a pussy. Because I'm a pussy. But yeah, I'd have I'd have been a fucking me- I think I would have become pretty damn alcoholic. Yeah. And I mean like, I'd I'd be absolutely lit right now. I just <laughs> You just get absolutely, and that, and then said now you're what drinking what? I'm just addicted to caffeine. No, I'm I'm like caffeine because like normally that sort of feeling of being like man, I just need to fucking rest and clear my head because I'm so tired of stuff. Now I I just drink like caffeine to get that same sort of, which almost certainly probably bad because it doesn't like level you out or anything. It just it makes you go. Let's fucking go for about 10 minutes and then you're like, I'm really sleepy yeah. again. Get into caffeine tablets. They're, uh, they're great. Yeah, um, all, all the rage. So when I, uh, I, I was like, I was waking up really early every day and I'm like, I probably wasn't sleeping at the right time uh, for a particular period of time because I realised like if I wanted, to, I could like get up at 6am and I was sort of into the gym. I realized like, okay, like just going to the gym after university is like really fucking with my study. Uh, Cause I was going f- five times a week at this point. And uh, so I was like, okay, let me get up really fucking early and I can uh, get in sort of before thing, ba- basically sort of replacing sleep with the fucking gym. And, uh, Oh yeah, I was getting tired and I walked, and so I was like, "Oh fuck, I should get some supplements for this." I walked into like a this. There's this tiny, tiny place on uh, in Dublin, and it's run by the largest Russian man you've ever seen in your life, and it sells supplements and stuff, but it's just 100% a front for steroids. 
like zero chat, like the guy is just fucking veins popping, cannonball delts, just like he, he's going to die before he's like fucking 50. But um, he, uh, tiny penis, probably, just saying. Uh, and uh, I was like, hey man, I'm like getting up early and I'm really tired going to the gym and I think it's affecting me. Can I, uh, can I, do you have any like pre-workouts, anything with like a lot of caffeine in it? Uh, that I could buy, and he was like, "Oh, here's a here's he, he did the fucking accent, but he was like, oh, here's uh, optimum nutrition, which most people buy, and then we also have this one that some people buy, and then we also have Zorn. If you think you can fucking handle it, I was like, fuck me, I'm buying that one, uh, and it has like three times the amount of caffeine." as a normal pre-workout, so, like, the equivalent of, like, uh, like, fucking, like, six shots of espresso or something, and I worked out that it was, like, a quarter of your, like, it was a quarter of what you would, if you took four helpings of this in a day, it was, like, a deadly amount, like, it would fucking kill you, you would overdose on caffeine, and, uh, let me tell you, caffeine is a drug, it, uh, you feel... Like, it, it, you, you, it, I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it's like doing ecstasy or whatever. It isn't. But uh, you really, really feel like I had a fucking panic attack. The first, I, I took two helpings. It's like 50% of what it takes <laughs> to kill you. And uh, fucking hell, you like, you really feel it. You, you like, you, you have panic attacks. You feel your heart's fucking out here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're just nervous the entire day. Caffeine's terrible. Yeah, I think um, I've just got to the point now where I don't feel it. I, I just have, like, massive caffeine withdrawal. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, and, like, so genuinely, because I am like, fully addicted to it, um, if you... If you just like stop having caffeine cold turkey, it's fucking shit. Like you'll just have headaches yeah. all day and just be so tired. Like eventually it goes away and you're fine. But yeah. like it is just like you are just at the point where like oh, I can't be asked to go through like yeah. a week of that. It's weird how so few drugs are physically addictive. Like pot isn't physically addictive, marijuana isn't physically addictive. Sorry, pot, uh, fucking, like, acid, ecstasy isn't physically addictive. I, I don't think cocaine is. Uh, but then, when you, like, group the drugs that are physically addictive, it's, like, really common shit, like alcohol or caffeine. Yeah. And then this is a massive jump up to heroin. Mm. Like, fuck. fuck. So, so what you're saying is the best way to get over my caffeine addiction is to just get into the, the the heroin get into heroin it is i would love to do heroin once and people tell me rob you can't do heroin once that's that's what makes it heroin like it's really it's really addictive you can't do heroin once but um i don't know you ever see heroin people walking around? They're fucking losers. I live on Leaf Walk. Obviously, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm saying. It. I'm saying it rhetorically. I live in Dublin. I see loads of people. Uh, there's a fucking uh, methadone clinic in my little village. So you see, 
them all the fucking time. But uh, yeah, it's um, I don't know. They seem like losers. I I seem like I think I would be too cool to get into to get addicted to heroin. I think I could do it once. Dip out. See what the see what the fuss is. Say it's not for me. Leave. Um, I'm just addicted to podcasting and love, speaking to you, Rob. Ah, hopefully speaking in person, face to face. Yeah, when's that going to be? Sooner rather than later. You know. Uh, so like, hopefully, like by the end of the month, like as soon as I have a place going over. Well, that's the thing. Is like you're actually we might be in the same city, and then it will be illegal for us to be in the same room. <laughs> yeah, illegal. Yeah, it's uh, we won't do it. <laughs> yeah, we won't do it. Well said, Rob. Oh, okay. Well said. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay. Okay, I didn't realize. You I'm not. Hell, you are a pussy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not breaking the law for you. I'm only breaking the Doing law. Doing the park. For... I'm only breaking the law for Paris. Oh, yeah, there's podcasts in the park. That fucking background noise. Like, won't be able to... I'll have to use my work laptop, so I can't install Audacity on it. So <laughs> it would just be fucking... It'd be great. It'd be doable. It might be doable, but... Literally, the, the last time I was in Edinburgh, uh, fucking hell, I... Uh... I was sleeping over at a mutual friend's, uh, crashing at theirs, and um, I I didn't want to be in, like, their hair. I didn't want to annoy them. I didn't want to just be hanging around the place. So I would just, I would just kind of be homeless for the day. And I, I was traveling around Europe previously, and I just got, re- I just got really into drinking every day. And uh, when I landed in Edinburgh, and I was, like, walking around, I was like, fuck it, I'll... I'll 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 get some bottles of beer and I'll just drink in the park. And I was sitting in I was sitting in King George Park behind uh Queen Street and uh I'm sitting drinking and there's like there's a, a, a group comes over and lays down like like a bunch of flowers and stuff on a bench like opposite where I'm just just drinking beer, <laughs> like by, like an alcoholic, and uh, I'm like, well, what the fuck? And they're looking at me, like awkward. Like get up and like shift to like a slightly different bench just around the corner, and uh, I googled it, and a girl died the night previously, <laughs> <laughs> and they were having like a fucking uh, procession I... for it, and I was just there. <laughs> Fucking ruining it. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> oh no. Oh, and I did leave quick enough. And I didn't know. How are you supposed to know? Just it's go a... to a park and sit to drink. It's a How very... are you supposed to know? It's a very good point you make, Rob. Anyway, on that, will we end the things? On that confession? I think we're going to have to end it there. Uh, so. We've talked a lot about killing, um, so I think we have to uh, do a PSA of like, uh, killing isn't acceptable unless they are your enemies. Yes. Yeah, that seems that seems smart. Perfect. That seems like the perfect thing to end on.
Yeah, awesome. Um, so Adam Sandler is a god. Only kill people you hate. Goodbye. <laughs>